This is a 38 Medicine production. Welcome to the very first episode of the Successful and Single Podcast. My name is Josh Rafer. Most people know me as J1. I am a graduate of Morehouse College, got my master's degree from Georgia State University. I'm currently the director of hip hop programming for Pandora Music. Yes, the Pandora Music. And I'm a program director for SiriusXM Channel 3 Pandora Now. Uh, I'm a homeowner, God-fearing man, good credit, no kids, no STDs, full head of hair. I mean, I think I'm good looking. I've been told I'm good looking. (laughs) Uh, Nice personality, good sense of humor, not a narcissist, not crazy or anything like that. And I am very, very, very single. And at the end of the day, that, that's what this podcast is all about. Why are there so many successful people like myself, men and women included, out there who are single? I mean, and I'm, I'm talking about men and women who are educated, who are entrepreneurs, who make five figures, the upper five figures and, and six figure salaries. Not talking about like celebrity millionaires who happen to be single one day and then with somebody another day. No, 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 no. We're talking about good, hardworking people that are not like mediocre or anything like that, but lawyers, doctors, teachers, entrepreneurs, professors, and so on. You, you get where I'm going with it. But that's what we want to explore because I, I really feel like there is an epidemic going on with folks like myself and other people who I talk to who are single, um, have good careers or have a lot going for them and, and just for whatever reason are single. So we're going we're gonna to explore that and hopefully we'll get some answers. Now, I'm no relationship expert. I don't claim to be. If I was, this podcast would be called something completely different, like successful and together or successful and married, but it's not. So what I want to do is not only get some answers for you, get some answers for me too. A lot of times we learn from each other. We learn through observations, whether it's reading a book, um, stuff our friends or family is going through, movies or documentaries that we've seen on TV. So you know, that that's what this podcast is about. And hopefully you can relate or you know somebody that will benefit off of the information that and, and, and the conversations that we're giving. So I'm going to have these types of folks on here. Usually if you follow me or you, you know about what I have going on outside of this podcast, you probably see me interview like different types of artists and celebrities. It's going to be none of that here. Again, I'm talking to lawyers, doctors, entrepreneurs, teachers, people who I personally know that are single and and are doing very well. And you know what? I'm even going to have some some of my exes on here and some people that I've dated and it just didn't turn out well for whatever reason. Yes, I want to explore all options. Again, um, I'm going to open up about myself. So hopefully I can help somebody out there or somebody that you may know. So this first episode actually is just going to be me because I really wanted to set the tone, the tone for the entire series. But you'll see, again, this is probably going to be like the last episode that I'm by myself. But um, I also wanted you to get a better feel of like who I am, what I've went through, and of course, why am I single? So let's get into that question. Why am I single? I, you know... <laughs> I low-key kind of hate that question, or 
Hate is a strong word. I, I get annoyed by that question nowadays. Why are you single? I think I'm, I'm more annoyed by who asked the question um, because it's like I'll usually get it from one of two groups. It's it either comes from like a family member or some somebody who I'm close with or or a coworker, right? Um, and you know, I get a little annoyed by that, but it's not too annoyed. It usually comes in some form or fashion of you don't have that special somebody yet, or no girlfriend, no kids your age, or are you gay? <laughs> Some other comments I've gotten, you know your younger cousin already got two kids. What are you waiting on? These type of questions are annoying, but I kind of take it with a grain of salt because, again, it's coming from family. It's coming from people that are close to me. And it's usually coming from a place of love and concern, especially when my parents ask me because I think they really, really just are afraid of me living the rest of my life alone. The time that the question, though, really annoys me, why are you single, is when somebody who I'm actually interested in asks me that and has no intentions of really dating, dating me, or exploring the possibility of a relationship. So I'm talking about, like, I'll take somebody out and we're, we're, we're having a conversation and, you know, I'm getting to know them, they're getting to know me and you know, they ask me why I'm single and I, I go into those explanations and I'm going to get into that in a little bit so you can get an idea. But um, when I ask them, they say, well, I'm usually I'm single by choice. You know, I, I've been hurt by somebody and I, I'm just focusing on me right now. And, um, you know, I have no intentions of, of, of really getting into a relationship. OK, well, why, why are you out with me? Did you just want a, a free meal or something like that? You know, I'm not not saying that all women do this, but. My experiences, it it just feels like when I ask the question back, it's by choice. You, you, they just don't want to be in a relationship. Um, and again, why are we out on a date? Why why are you ask me? Why are you asking me the question? What do you want me to say? I'm crazy. I'm psycho. That's why I'm not in a relationship. No. Even if I was, who's actually gonna say that? So anyway, I digress. Let let me answer the question though. Why am I single? Am I opposed to relationships? Let, let's start there. Uh, absolutely not. You know, I come from a relationship type family. My parents, God bless them, have been married for almost 50 years. It's crazy, right? It's unheard of. Both black. You know, I'm a big believer of black love. My sister and, and her husband, they've been married for 20 plus years. I have many like cousins and aunts and uncles who've been married for for decades um cousins who are engaged or about to get married now on the flip side it's it's not all you know peaches and roses I, my family has had their fair share of divorces and separations and all that kind of stuff but for the most part we have a pretty good track record when it comes to marriage and, and relationships so i i actually take relationships very seriously for me I haven't been in a lot of relationships and, and that's because when I'm in one, I'm in one. It's just me and that person. Um, I'm not a cheater. And I say that with all sincerity. You're probably thinking, oh, you, 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 you're a cheater. No, I, I, I really haven't cheated in God since I was in college. Um, and that's really where I learned 
to take relationships serious, seriously because I was cheated on, all right? I remember just the feelings and emotions that I went through after that. Um, you know, first anger, denial, frustration, questioning myself. What did I do wrong to even get her to like put herself in that position? Um, and then acceptance, like it happened. I have to move on. And, uh, I ain't gonna lie. Like <laughs> that summer sucked after that. Cause I was, I was upset about that. I really liked this girl. I was going to introduce her to my family when they came down for graduation and, and who knows, you know, again, I'm coming from a family where my parents got married straight out of college in their early twenties. My sister got married in her mid twenties. So for me, I was thinking I was probably going to be down the same path, either my early or mid twenties, I was going to get married and she, she might've been the one now full transparency before, like you feel bad for me or <laughs> you're like, man, uh, you, you, you want to hand me a handkerchief. I probably cheated on her two or three times before that. I know. I know. I, I got what I deserved. Karma, <laughs> karma's a bitch. But let's let's be real about this because this is a real, real podcast. Women, you all are much stronger and much more accepting when it comes to infidelity and cheating than guys will ever be. I mean, I've seen some of you like take back guys after them cheating, not once, but multiple times. Take them back, still love them, still be there for them, and still be a loyal and great girlfriend. Guys, we get cheated on, forget about it. It's done. It's over. How could you? Not me. I will never forget when Jay-Z was doing an interview with Van Jones, and Van asked him if the roles were reversed and Beyonce cheated on you, would you be able to forgive her like she did to you? And Jay's response was, I would like to think so. Listen to the words. I would like to think so. Basically, I don't know if I could do it. I can't blame him. That's that's how guys are built. But it was probably the best thing to happen to me at that age and at that time because it didn't make me like distrustful or turn me off to the possibility of a relationship in actuality, it made me realize like how much it hurts to be cheated on or have somebody that you're really into and that you've spent a lot of time with and that you've invested in hurt you in that form of fashion. And I'm not saying I'm a saint or anything like that. I've done some some messed up stuff when it comes to like relationships and women. I, I you know nothing crazy. Like I never put hands on a woman or curse a woman out or call her out her name or anything like that. But, you know, I've ghosted people or have one night stands and, and not hit them up or uh, the usual, the usual guy stuff. Right. Um, what getting cheated on did teach me was don't do something to a person that you can't tolerate yourself. Okay. So from that time forward, my mentality has always been if I'm going to get into a relationship with a person, it has to be a person that I have no, no urge or, you know, no possibility of me cheating on. I know that's like 
oh, you, 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 the thought might cross your mind and everybody looks around and stuff like that to a certain degree. Okay. I get that part, but you know, you hook up with a person and sometimes you're not all that into them, but you still get into a relationship with them anyway and be like, oh, I'm going to have something on the side. For me, it was none of that. It's like, if I'm in a relationship with you, that's it. I'm not cheating. It's just me and you. I'm not entertaining no offers. But yeah, so that's what, what cheating, got getting cheated on did for me as far as relationships. So uh, it made me very, very selective and cautious in who I got into an actual relationship with. Now, other reasons why uh, I'm, I'm single or have been single is probably my career. Uh, I'm a very driven person. I never want to settle for just an average job, average pay or average salary. Uh, I, I really feel like God has put me in a position to have an impact in this world and in this industry, the music industry that is, right? Uh, I started out as a DJ and not just any DJ. I wasn't like doing it part-time or just doing weddings here and there. No, I, I was one of the top DJs in Atlanta. And you can you can do your research. I was in the clubs probably six, seven nights a week at the peak of my career. So needless to say, it didn't leave a lot of room for dating or traditional dating or relationships or going out on Friday nights or taking trips with people or any of that. Um do I regret it? Absolutely not. Cause I was passionate about it. I made a lot of money. I made a lot of connections and it helped me get to where I'm at. I, I've always been very driven. So I've used a lot of that energy into my career as, as opposed to investing it in finding a significant other. And, um, especially being a DJ in Atlanta, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was, I was kind of out there. I was in my, my thought boy phase, <laughs> but the, the relationships that I did have, it was hard because I remember dating a person in grad school and man, you know, she's one of those people that I still regret to this day. I, I let her get away and I take the blame. It was 100% my fault. I was DJing six nights a week at the time. I think my only off night was Wednesdays and she had a real job, a good career. She wasn't a part of like the music industry or anything like that. Um, very successful, smart. She was an AKA beautiful, had, had everything I wanted. I just wasn't ready at the time. I, I couldn't get out the club. She liked to travel. I didn't like to travel at the time. Now that's changed. I love traveling, but at the time, my mindset was if I take off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for a weekend trip, that's probably $1,500 to $2,000 that, that I'm missing out on, let alone somebody might take my gig or be better than me. And I'm not giving anybody that opportunity. But that was my mindset at the time. And um, eventually, she got frustrated with it, and uh, we, 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 we split up. And I was never able to get her back. Because, I don't know, that was on her. I mean, Lord knows I tried. But I, I tried to get her back. But, um, but yeah, needless to say, you know, my, my career has, has always been a focal point in my life. And um, it wasn't until recently I've learned how to balance everything out. And then I would say the other reason why I'm single or have been single for a good portion of my life is uh, 
I think about my own checklist. Everybody has a checklist of the things that they want in a significant other or in a, or in a relationship. And um, I didn't really have much wiggle room on a lot of my checklists at, at particular times in my life. So there was, you know, just to give some examples, there was a time that I was really particular on a person's age. So I didn't want to date anybody or get into a relationship because I, I would like date or mess around with women of all ages, older, younger, whatever. Um, but like actually get into a relationship with or possibly marry, I didn't want my significant other to be three years younger than me and three years older than me. So that basically <laughs> eliminated a good amount of people. The next one, spirituality, religion, and church. So a little bit of background about me. Shortly after college, I went through the whole cheating situation. I got born again. And um, one probably, you know, again, one of my, the best decisions of my life. I'm still a God-fearing man. I, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Holy Spirit. But what happens with, with most Christians when they get born again, we go through a very deep phase. <laughs> and I, I definitely went through that deep phase of, okay, my wife got to be this and I got to meet her in church and God's going to tell me she is the one and we're going to instantly fall in love and we're going to go to the same church and have all the same values and hear everything the same. And I really believe that. So I missed out on a lot of women who were God-fearing women, but didn't necessarily, you know, want to join my church or, or come to my church. And I wasn't flexible enough to go to theirs. It was my church or nothing. And that eliminated a lot of people. Education. I wanted somebody who was just as educated, if not more educated than me. Again, there's plenty of successful women out there with little to no education who are entrepreneurs or have gone to different type of specialty schools. Then the last one, <laughs> which I probably have gone back and forth with, with is kids. Ooh, kids is a tough one. Um, any given time or month or year, I'll have a different perspective on, <laughs> on kids. So right now, this particular time, I'm going to say I don't want to have a girlfriend or possibly a wife that already has kids. And not that I'm against kids because I, I do want my own kids. It's just that I want that to be an experience that we experience together for the first time. And then I don't want to be nobody's stepdaddy because it, it's just a lot with it, man. Uh, there's a lot of questions that you have to ask yourself when you're dealing with a person with kids. Like, for one, how many kids do you have? If it's one kid, okay. What's the relationship like with the baby daddy? Is he crazy? Is he possessive? Are y'all still getting it in? Um, and vice versa with women. Y'all got asked that about the baby mama. So um, I think the last reason is dating fatigue, man. Um, you know, the times that I've been in a relationship, with the exception of maybe one, which was kind of toxic, but I'll talk about that on, on another episode. Most of my relationships have been cool. Like when I'm actually in the relationship and dating the person, we have a great time. I'm, I'm very intentional. I'm traditional in the way of like 
treating a woman with respect and opening doors and paying for for everything and getting her flowers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I like to I like to show my woman that she's appreciated. So that's not the hard part. It's the actual dating and courting that's kind of hard because even though I enjoy it and I think it's it's very necessary, it could be mentally draining sometimes not knowing if the person is feeling you or the things that you're doing is are all in vain or is it going to go anywhere? Are you a rebound person? All this stuff because like, again, I work hard. I don't really have a lot of time on my hands because I'm very involved in my career and and driven and focused. So if I'm investing time and money into you, but it doesn't go anywhere, like after two or three months, okay, granted, you could get that money back. Any like true hustler could like figure out ways to to recoup on money that they've lost or they've spent. But that time, that time is something that you really don't get back. And I think that's the part that that kind of just I don't want to say frustrates me, but just makes me weary or or gives me dating fatigue, you know, and asking yourself questions like, oh, like, how long should it take? You know, I, I, I'm a firm believer as a guy. We know what we want. We kind of know if it's going to go somewhere within the first couple of weeks and stuff. Um I can't speak on women, but how long should it take? Do you have to date a person for three months to to see if if it's going to go somewhere? And I'm not even talking about sex or anything like that, but just establishing that we are in an exclusive relationship. I honestly don't know. Again, I I don't have the answers. I'm trying to get answers just like you are. I'm getting a headache just thinking about that, but dating fatigue. So that's probably another reason why uh, I am single. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Successful and Single. Again, my name is Josh J. One Rayford, a very single, successful man. This is probably one of the few times, if not the only time, that I'm going to be doing this podcast on my own. Again, uh, I'm going to bring in other successful single people, men and women, because I feel like it's very important that we get both perspectives. And I'm going to see if I can get some women that I've dated before and it just didn't work out because I need some answers. (laughs) So that should definitely be interesting right there. Until next time, though, be safe, keep God first. And if you want to affect change, make sure you stay engaged politically, socially, and economically.